Good morning, baseball fans here in Chicago and listening around the globe on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. Live from the Hyundai Studios, this is Hit and Run, The Score's venerable baseball show. I am Barry Rosner, and my partner in perpetuity is Joe Ostrowski. We'll be with you until 11.30, taking you up to Cubs baseball right here on your radio home of the Chicago Cubs. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Barry Rosner, and the first hour of Hit and Run is brought to you by the Chicago Wolves. The Wolves are making big plans for their 25th anniversary. Get your season tickets now and receive exclusive benefits. Visit ChicagoWolves.com or call 1-800-THE-WOLVES. Short show today, Joe, so let's tell you what's going to happen and get to it quickly. As always, lots and lots of Cubs and White Sox conversation with you in the first hour and throughout the show. We hope you'll join us at 312-644-6767. At 10 o'clock, we go national with Richard Justice of MLB.com. At 11, it's our weekly visit with the score's very own Bruce Levine. Our producer, director, engineer, and intern is Eli Hershkovich. I am at Barry Rosner on Twitter. Joe is at Joe0670. The Hit and Run account is Hit and Run 670. You can follow that for show updates, and you should do that. The phone number, as you know, is 312-644-644. 6767. You can also join in at 67011 via the text zone on the score. If you text us, you'll get a text back acknowledging your text. Standard message and data rates may apply. This hour on the score is brought to you by Horwitz and Horwitz, Illinois' top personal injury lawyers. Joe Ostrowski, there's a couple pieces that have been written in the last few days that I want to get to. I want to start with that. And we will get to the Chicago Cubs shortly and their difficulties in Cincinnati this weekend. With giving up Grand Slams. Yeah, well, that's a, that's a problem. That's <laughs> what you'd call a problem. If it's the pitcher, yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll get to that shortly. But there's a couple pieces I want to get to. I'm going to read a few sentences for you. I know you have a similar piece for me. This is from... John Harper of the New York Daily News, he's someone uh, who I like very much. He's a really good writer. But he is making the case for why the Mets should not trade DeGrom or Syndergaard. And he brings up the White Sox. And he says uh, one of his points is the White Sox rebuild is proceeding at a glacial pace. A glacial Hmm. pace. By my calculations, Joe, uh, today is June 24th. I just used my all of my brain power to figure that out. Well, yeah. Uh, Last week it was your calculations. Yeah. And to, to, <laughs> similarly today, I, uh, according to my calculations. You looked at the, the screen in front of your face. Exactly. It has the date on five different areas. Look yeah. at every computer in front of you. There are four of them. All of them have the date. Yeah, and I tend to look at the smallest one, too, yeah. for some reason. Yeah, but they all have them, so that's how I, I have proof that it's June 24th. It's June 24th. Of the second year of a rebuild. Mm-hmm. Second year. So what, 10 weeks? 10 weeks into the second year of a rebuild? That's where we are. Yep. Proceeding at a glacial pace. <laughs> uh, on June 24th of 2013, one year and 10 weeks into the Cubs rebuild, the Chicago Cubs were managed by Dale Swaim. The regular lineup consisted of Wellington Castillo, Anthony Rizzo, Darwin Barney, Starlin Castro, Luis Valbuena, Alfonso Soriano, David DeJesus, David DeJesus, and Nate Shearholtz. Among the pitchers were starters Jeff Samarja, Travis Wood, Edwin Jackson, 
who's about to tie a record today, by the way, for pitching for his 13th team. Wow. Called up by Oakland. He'll tie Octavio Dotel uh, for the record for most franchises ever played for. Congratulations, Edwin Jackson. Uh, we'll look up in a moment how much uh, money. Hey, Eli, while I'm reading the rest of this, look, how my, look up how much money Edwin Jackson has made, and not just from the Cubs, by the way. Scott Feldman, Matt Garza, Chris Rusin, Chris Russin. Doesn't matter. Kevin Gregg, Carlos Villanueva, Hector Rondon, James Russell, Blake Parker. Okay, among these names, how many do you remember were here? How many have you even heard of before? Blake Parker? Blake Parker, I don't remember that. Michael Bowden. Don't call. Sean Camp, Scott yeah. Baker, Brooks Raley. Who are Matt, these people? Matt Cur- these are all people who pitched for the Cubs no, that they year. No, they didn't. I swear to you, it's right here on Baseball Reference. Do you recall any of them? Uh, most of these names. Uh, Brooks Raley, I, I, I mean, come on. Hold on, it gets worse. <laughs> you were doing a baseball get, show that year. It gets, yeah. <laughs> I no, was not. We didn't talk a lot about the Cubs that no. year. Well, you uh, talked about Iowa. Sure. It's, it gets worse. Matt Guerrero, Kuji Fujikawa, Cameron Lowe, Cameron Lowe, Zach Roscup, Eduardo Sanchez, Alberto Cabrera, they, they didn't exist. Chang Young Lim, Rafael Dolis, Henry Rodriguez, Zach Putman. Oh, Henry Barr. Who I thought was a golfer. Hisanori. Takahashi. You're just making stuff up. Alex Burnett. I'm not making these names up. They all pitched for the Cubs they that did not. year. They never wore Cubs uniforms. Okay. Didn't happen. That's where the Cubs were on this date in the second year of their rebuild. I just wanted to make that. That was the point. lineup or the roster, I should say. Those are all guys who pitched for the Cubs. All those guys that I just that named pitched for the year Cubs. Year two. Right. <sighs> Go ahead. At this point, they were 31-44, and 44, 16 games out. They would finish 66-96, 31 out. I mean, it was just dreadful. Just dreadful. But Theo Epstein said, be patient. You know, we have a plan. We know what we're doing. And people screamed, and they screamed, and they screamed, and they screamed. How horrible this is. And you people are frauds, and you don't know what they were doing. Columns were written day after day after day. Talk show hosts rip them day after day after day. You're frauds. You don't know what you're doing. This is a joke. Mm-hmm. This is an absolute joke. Nationally, they were hammered for the joke that was the Chicago Cubs. Day after day after day. Ten weeks into the second year of a rebuild. By 2014, when they traded Samarja and Hamill for Addison Russell and Billy McKinney, the screaming Continued and was louder than ever. Frauds, you are frauds, all of you. But that was the next year. This was in the 10th week of the second year of a rebuild. Complete frauds were the Chicago Cubs. So, the New York Daily News and John Harper right now uses the White Sox as the perfect example of why you can't trade Syndergaard or and a week ago, we were and talking about the White Sox are the, the Cubs and White Sox are the example why you should. The exact reason you should. Yeah, right. <laughs> Last week. So there's, it, it goes on to list how, how bad the White Sox are and how the Sox shouldn't have traded Sale and they shouldn't have traded Eaton and they shouldn't have traded Quintana. And so on and so forth. And they talk about a potential inner city trade with the Yankees. 
which happened here. Which is what happened here, <laughs> right. which is right. – and how these are disasters for, for the White Sox. You know, Eloy Jimenez, obviously a disaster for the White Sox. Michael Kopech, a disaster for the White Sox. Cease. I mean, it's just – yeah, Dylan Cease, disaster for the White Sox. Um, it's just it, – it is amazing to me – and look um, – and I know you have you have a similar piece you're going to get into in just a moment. It's just look, you you don't have any local knowledge, and I understand that, and I get that. If you don't have local Chicago knowledge, you don't realize how bad this thing was with those guys, and how bad it was going to continue to be with those guys, and how poorly the program was run with those guys, and how you were going nowhere with those guys. And I would ask you this, where do you think they would be with those guys if they were still here? And again, I make you no promises, just as was the case with the Cubs. I never promised you the Cubs were going to win the World Series. All I said was, after 100 years of misery, of failure over and over and over again, how about try something different? And what's a few more years? I I begged for someone to break it down and start over for decades. Dallas Green was doing it and was on his way there for a number of reasons, which I'll, I'll not get into right now. But if, if you'd like me to at some point, I will better explain what happened to him. But it, originally when he got here, he, that was his plan. Originally when Andy McPhail got here, that was his plan. His plan departed quickly, faster than most. Theo Epstein said, this is what we're going to do, and we're going to follow through, and we're going to do it. And... And let's see how it goes. And, and moments later, what about Pujols? What about yeah, Fielder? Yeah. The first day, the first day, the first day. So press, I'm saying yeah, moments. Yeah. That press conference. Follow-up questions. Yeah. yeah. Wait, I just told you what we're going to do. Exactly. So, I, and I know um, you have something from Tom Verducci that, that sounds somewhat similar. Yeah, I, I know some people may have missed it. It was early on in the week, and it was funny, the week that the White Sox make mass promotions in their system, now nationally they are getting crushed. This is Verducci for SI.com. Think about the 2016 White Sox. They had Chris Sale, then 27, under control cheaply for three more seasons. They traded him to the Red Sox for a package of four players. One of them, pitcher Michael Kopech, is walking 6.1 per nine innings with a 5-2-0 ERA in AAA. Another, pitcher Victor Diaz, has thrown 105 innings in four pro seasons, none this year because of shoulder trouble. Diaz, who? Uh, Another, Luis Alexander Basabe, is playing well, but is still in A-ball at the time. And the key to the trade, Yohan Moncada, as hyped a prospect as you could find, is a career slash 225, 313, 400 hitter after more than 500 Major League plate appearances at 23. Wait, 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 wait. After more than 500 plate appearances. Wait a minute. Two half seasons, right. So uh, Tom Verducci is suggesting that's a lot? After more than five... He's usually a lot smarter than that. He's usually one of these guys who well, he's building his argument. You need at least a thousand plate appearances in the big he's leagues. He's building his argument, right? That would support it by going that way. I personally, oh. I would say he has not played a full season of Major League Baseball yet. But he he decided to go to the route of 500 plate appearances because it supports his argument. At uh, back to Verducci, at age 23, he strikes out a whopping 35 percent of his turns at bat. 
Uh, go back and read the hype on Kopech, Mankata, and Lucas Giolito, the pitcher of the White Sox, stole, quote stole, in the Adam Eaton deal with Washington, the one with a career ERA of 554. Since the White Sox traded sale, they have been the worst team in baseball, 91 and 140. Their attendance has fallen 21%. Their payroll has been slashed by 25%. Their TV ratings down 8% last year. Were the worst in baseball other than those for the athletics. So so now we're judging uh, minor league pitchers on ERA. That's what we're doing. <laughs> and in your first handful of starts at the major league level, everything's being based on ERA. So Greg Maddox sucked, mm-hmm. right? When he had ERA first two seasons in major league baseball in fives, he was bad? Yep. Okay. Never make it. He'll never make it. Because Just... you definitely want to judge, especially young starting pitchers, you definitely want to judge them like right away. Make a snap judgment. So this is what Absolutely. happened. This is what happened. National people believe that you you can't do a rebuild in a major market. Let's keep the Cubs out of the conversation. What market is the... Yeah. Let's keep the Cubs out of the conversation because that does not support our viewpoint. Because we know the Mets aren't going to do this. So let's say the Mets can't do this because of XYZ. How big is the Houston? Let's, how let's big find, is the Houston market, Eli? Look yeah, that up. Are it's they, five, but it doesn't. The, four or five. It's in not the really five? five medium market. We know that. It may be a large city, not a big, big. Whatever. Um, Cubs kind of big. I'm, but that would not support their argument. Oh, so let's find a rebuild going on right now that is not working. Ten weeks oh, into the, the second. Ten weeks into the second year. Correct. And the majority of the names not up. They are in the minors. Are you suggesting Michael Kopech with an ERA of five after a few bad appearances? Yeah, that's a great way to judge a player. In the minors, he's suggesting he's a failure? Is that what he's doing? Bringing up his walks and his ERA. Is he ready to say Lucas Giolito is a failure at Major League Baseball? Some Sox fans believe that. They're not fans of Giolito. They don't want him in the majors anymore. They want him sent down to work on a few things. Okay, fine. But... (laughs) Come on. This is just like... I'll say the same... Th- this uh, Verducci piece is what when I laugh at radio hosts. Let me just... Cherry okay, pick. What, what fits Ch- my argument? Cherry yeah, let's pick. not talk it yeah. out like we like to do on this show. Let, let me cherry pick certain things. Oh, th- this will fit for me. This will fit for me. Th- that will fit for me. Come on. We're all smarter than that. So Anthony Rizzo, when he struggled early, that was proof that he was never going to make it in the big league. What he did with the Padres is what he is, right? Right. He also wasn't good defensively, by the way. So he's never going to make it offensively or defensively. Yeah, who would you take over him defensively? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Edwin Jackson has made $74 million in the big league. That's for him. What's your take on him for a second? God, that guy this week. Ooh, so he had a week. So I think anybody who listens to this show knows that this is my feeling on this. I'm not promising you that this White Sox thing is going to work. Can't do that. I don't know how all these guys are going to work out. I don't know which players ultimately they're going to deal and which players ultimately they're going to sign in free agency that are going to help fill in. I just know this. They've moved on from some guys who were not helping them win. Yeah, some of it is because they couldn't put the right guys around them. Some of it is because they didn't have the right finances to fill in around them. For whatever reasons, it wasn't working. It hasn't worked for a long time. So they've 
capitalized well. Yeah, those were good deals. They capitalized and brought in a whole bunch of good young players. Are they going to work out? I don't know. Some of them will. Some of them won't. If you have 20 great prospects, you're lucky if three of them really pan out. I'm not telling you all 20 are going to pan out. No one is saying that. Nick Hostetler said the same thing when I brought it up to him that day. He knows that. And he does it for a living. There's no promises. But you like the way it was before? Was that fun? Was that fun? The all-in years? Were the all-in years fun? <laughs> These kids can play. I mean, this is the, the most predictable reaction ever. They right? lost, we they, knew this was going when the Sox took this path. Yeah. Even though they're yeah, the White right. Sox, we knew this was going to happen. You're right. But is it happening in our backyard? I would say not. It's this is all out of town stupid, correct? Seems to be. I think here the the Cubs are such a <laughs> Cubs are a pretty striking example of how it can work. Plus, if you're and a base, Ast- and the plus, le- yeah, most recent World Series, champion. if you're a baseball fan, you look at the Astros, you say that's a pretty good example. <laughs> if you're a baseball fan, you look at the Royals, you say that's a pretty good example. Plus, In the you division. know, the, you know, the Royals are a much better example than the Astros or the Cubs sure. because every one of those guys came up and got beat like a dog, just beat like a dog. Every one of them, Mustakas and Gordon and, and Perez and Kane and, 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 I mean, all the pitchers, you name it. Every one of them came up, and they were terrible. And some of them got sent back down. And it took years. Then it all came together. And, and they won a World Series. And I know you're not guaranteeing anything. No, not and, at all. And even if they develop a pretty good team, it's going to be tough. The Yankees and Astros are going to be really good for a long time. The Red Sox aren't going anywhere. Maybe Seattle well, turns something. All the more reason. All the more because of what you just said. All the more reason to try to build something from the bottom up that is sustainable. Yes. Because if you do the we're all in thing with Adam Dunn and Melky Cabrera and Paul Canerco, how's that going to go? And you think you're going to compete with any How's of these that teams? Go? Yeah. You think those crap teams are going to compete Mark with, the, with what? <laughs> Mark Tian. Tea time, yeah. Uh, Andrew Jones. Um, Griffey. Andy Ramirez first in. Yeah, well, no, who, who, is it, who is up with Andrew Jones? Who is the, the, Oakland, the famous Oakland A who, uh, oh, I can't remember his name. The other outfielder, same year Andrew Jones made the team out of spring training. Who's the other one? Come on, help me. Mark Mulder. No. <laughs> Another aging outfielder with nothing left. But that was, that was only Kenny. They so say. they lost 84 games in, in 2016 with all of the guys that the White Sox were not supposed to trade because it was a bad idea. They lost 86 games in 2015. Oh, you were talking about Adam they, Dunn. They lost 89 <laughs> games in 2014. Mark Katze? Yes, Katze and Andrew Jones. Not that was bringing funny. up Katze and Andrew Jones and Manny Ramirez in the same sentence. Oh, Brent Willowbridge. When they brought when they those two guys made the team out of spring training, there was a lot of excitement because they had great spring training. Omar Vizquel, Kevin Euclid. Twenty fourteen, they lost eighty nine games. Twenty thirteen, ninety nine games. Twenty twelve, that was that was that miracle season where they were in first place all the way till. I don't know, the weekend of the Ryder Cup, and then that was the last I saw of them. Jimmy Rollins. <laughs> Jimmy Rollins. Diane Vicieto. They lost 83 games in 2011. 
I mean, if you go back to 2008, there's only a couple seasons where they finished 500. Yes, this thing was fantastic. Should have kept all those guys. I, I don't think they know anything about the White Sox. I don't think they care. I think they're just trying to make a case for why the Mets should not trade DeGrom and Cindy. Correct. Correct. Which that's is exactly you know, what it is. That, that's, that's not very well done, <laughs> in my opinion. It's not very well done. And again, I don't, I, I'm not going to promise you, White Sox fans, that something really special is going to happen. Nor did I promise Cub fans. I just said this. No one's ever tried it. Time for somebody to try it. See if they can see if they can make it work this way. Certainly wasn't working the other way. And the absolute same thing can be said for the Chicago White Sox. And now you have you have the Chicago Cubs and the Houston Astros and the Kansas City Royals right there for you to We're, look at. Oh. Where where is for for the disappointment so far? I mean, think about Giolito and Fulmer are the ones that are brought up. Those guys and, aren't and, in your top. Those guys aren't in your top ten in your in your own system. That's how deep it is. Mancata is also one that's brought up frequently. Again, let's oh let's we're giving a, up. Absolutely, give up on him. I mean, absolutely because of up. some poor defense. Yeah. Absolutely, give he up. He strikes on out him. a lot. Yeah, he, he Tom Verducci didn't bring up his war earlier on in the year and, and how he was going. He had a hot start. I mean, come on. Yoan Moncada has played. <laughs> What's the worst thing about Moncada? Let's he's talk about played, his strikeout rate in his defense. He's played a, 130 games in the major leagues. First full season. He's played 130 Stop. games in the major leagues. Yoan Moncada, 130 games. Got 400, 549 plate appearances. But you know what? Are you are you kidding me? He's not Glyber Torres. What? He's not Glyber Torres. What the heck? Is what that, are you doing? Does that happen a lot? Are there a lot of Glyber Torres? No, 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 no. no. It's, it's not, but I'm saying nationally, people are seeing what Torres is doing with the Yankees. They're seeing what Soto is doing with the Nationals. And Moncada was, at one point, number one prospect in all of baseball, and they're thinking that he should be doing the same thing. It's a joke. Well, I, I personally would give up on him. I would say just pull the plug right now. In fact— How about flip him? In fact, flip him at could, the deadline. In fact, you could outright—you could just DFA him. You could DFA Moncada right now. I mean, you could. I'm pretty sure. It's a good idea. You could just DFA him and move on. Thoughts uh, there? What can you tell me on that? <laughs> How many you could play you could play Yomer Sanchez there. Okay, so how many Right? I say DFA Eli Twitter poll, should they DFA Yoan Moncada today? Twitter Hashtag crapshoot. Hashtag crapshoot. Yeah, don't really don't do that because people are gonna look at that that aren't listening to the show. Exactly. Like, what is wrong with them? Oh boy. But they'll things blame, went off the rails. Cubs lose a few games in Cincinnati. What's going on there? They'll blame Eli though, so that's fine. Yeah, I'm good with that. I think you're right. I think you, Joe Ostrowski, are correct. I think locally there's a pretty high patience factor as it as it applies to the White Sox. But these are some strange things to be written by some guys who I believe to be intelligent people. But they're just using and, – and they're not generally the types to use to cherry-pick some information to try to make it fit their argument. You're right. That's a radio bit. That's what radio people do. 
I'll just I'll use this, but not the <laughs> all right. the. I'll use a couple facts, but not all the facts, just to make it fit my argument. When what ninety percent of the rebuild is not at the major league level? When when yes, this at least. in twenty twenty, just just look at the the position players, okay. In 2020, and I know people are pointing to that year, and maybe we push that back a little bit, which is which is completely normal. I thought that was a bit of a pipe dream. Oh, 2019 will be 500, hey, 2020 people, will be in the playoffs. People were saying it about this year, and people were mad at me. I know. People were mad at me during spring training. People were mad at me when I said take under 68 wins. Same thing. But I think that's part of it. But how many, how many position players will be on the 2020 team? Could easily make the argument one. Can make that argument. I don't know if Tim Anderson's going to be here. I don't know where Jose Abreu is going to be. Obviously, Garcia. Boy, how's the right side of that defense look yesterday? <laughs> oh my goodness! You kind of forgot when Avi was gone, but how bad it was in right field. Well, between between Abreu, Moncada, and Garcia, no, no Avi. That is just just go to the right side. Shifting, yes hit against it. Go to the right side no matter what. The phone number is 312-644-6767. White Sox fans, we would like to hear from you. If you are disgusted and you hate this, we'd like to hear from you. If you are pleased with where this is going, or if you are merely willing to be patient, we would like to hear from you. 312-644-6767. I was mortified by these pieces mortified I, I really was i was like and disappointed i guess move it the white Sox rebuild is proceeding at a glacial pace by my calculations it is june 24th of the second year of a rebuild <laughs> and by the way okay if you want to make that argument of a glacial pace that is by choice they're taking this very slow. They could have brought Eloy Jimenez to the majors the other day if they, they wanted to, Kopech. but they're choosing not to. Kopech could, have been, could have been up here earlier on in the season, the way he was going. Let's get to a break, Joe. All right. And we'll oh, get by to, the way, Chris Bryant out of the lineup again today. I think he pulled a calf Thursday night. I asked Joe about it Friday morning when I was in with Dan Bernstein. He didn't deny that, but also said he was fine. He's also not doing a whole bunch, is he, Mm-mm. Chris Bryant? 312-644-6767. We'll get to your phone calls. White Sox fans, we would very much like to hear from you. Regardless of where you land, on whatever side of the argument, we would like to hear from you. And we will get to the Cubs shortly as well. Hit and Run is brought to you by Northwestern football coach Fitz and the Wildcats host Michigan, Nebraska, Wisconsin, Notre Dame, Illinois, and more this fall at Ryan Field. Season and single game tickets are on sale now at nusports.com. That's Joe Ostrowski. I'm Barry Rosner. You've got hit and run on the score. I will never understand people. They're the worst. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Randy Rosario. He's on to face Jesse Winker. Winker is 0 for, 0 for 1, bounced into a double play and drawn a walk. you got to be kidding. I mean, you got to be kidding. You just had a pitching change, and you're standing on the mound when a guy comes into the game. Pitch may, pitcher may have forgotten, or maybe they forgot to tell him which sign they're going with. Who knows? Ah, ah, ah. 
Again, on in front on the score at the bottom of the hour is brought to you by Campland RV. You stuck in traffic? Wish you could get away. Now you can camp with. Now you can with Campland RV's 57th anniversary sale. Now through the end of June, take advantage of great deals on RVs to help you enjoy the great outdoors. Campland RV, RV buying made easy. That's Joe Ostrowski. I'm Barry Rosner. That was the voice of Tom Brenneman. Red's a broadcaster. You gotta be kidding. I mean, you gotta be kidding. Are you kidding me? Wow. Holy Moses. <laughs> are you kidding Cubs fans, me? Wow. Holy Moses. Cubs fans are so angry right now. I love it. I go out of my way to hear Tom Brennan and what he had to say every time we get Cubs Reds. Love it. He's so good. He's so good at what he does. He, you can... <laughs> You don't like him because he's a homer. Guess what? You got nothing but homers here. So he's ba- he's basically you. on some level doing wrestling because he's just playing that role, and he knows it's going to be replayed in Chicago, <laughs> and people are going to be angry at him, and he doesn't give a damn. And Al Mora is the one really trying to mix things up. Thoughts on him for a sec. Go ahead. He is baseball broadcasting heel. And it's awesome. Let's go out to the phones and Stephen in St. Charles. You're on Hit and Run. Hey, Stephen. Hey, how are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I was going to talk about the White Sox rebuild coming from. I'm actually a Cubs fan in my perspective. Good. Like to hear um, it. Well, I think White Sox fans, like you said, a lot of them are very impatient. The rebuild just started. I mean, if you look to the north side, I mean, it took Theo and company four years plus just to get them to the playoffs. And if, if you're trying to re- expect results with Kevin Smith and Nicky Delmonico playing and going to the playoffs, then that's just a really huge stretch. I mean, these it's like you said, it's Mankata's, you know, first full years in the majors. And, like, people wanting to banish him is really ridiculous. I mean, if you look at Albert Almora, it took him four years just to get a reserve role and now six just to get a starting, you know, job in the outfield. So, I think I think White Sox fans had a lot, have a lot to look forward to in their rebuild, and I just they just have to understand patience because as Cubs fans we know what patience is, and it took us you know four or five years with Theo just to get to the playoffs. Thank you, Stephen. Excellent perspective from a Cub fan. Barry, way, how many times do we say yeah. what the Cubs are doing? This isn't normal. This should not be happening. They weren't supposed to be in the NLCS when they were. And and those players weren't supposed to come up and have immediate success the way that they did. That is not normal. You want to know normal? Look at every one of those Kansas City Royals starters in the years before they finally made the playoffs. Look at how miserable they were. That's normal. That's normal. Bad. You come up to the big leagues and you get your brains beat in. If you're a pitcher, you get your brains beat in. And if you're a hitter, major league pitchers just take you apart. They find your flaws, and they take you apart. That's what they do. Glyber Torres is not normal. It's not normal. That's why these are big stories. Soto. And the Cubs paid a heavy price to get a role to Chapman, and they knew they were, and they didn't care because they wanted to win the World Series. Something else that came from the Cubs system, not normal. Yeah. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Eloy Jimenez may also be abnormal. Uh We'll we'll see. We'll see. Who knows? It's not here yet. When he get here, when he gets here, we'll find out. Terry on the south side, you're on the score. Hey, Terry. Yeah, hey. Uh, well, you know, uh, the White Sox had 19 guys 
make the uh, minor league all-star stuff. So that should give people a little bit of hope. Yep. I would rather see your men ass here playing than just, you know, kind of toiling around. I don't know if they're holding them back like that. You know, take the chance. Let them fail at this level. I mean, they the Cubs brought up Brian. Everybody keeps talking about the Cubs, but they didn't develop any pitches. They got Lester. They got that guy uh, Zobrist. And they got Hayward. That took them to the World Series. And they gave up the Torres guy to get Chapman as a rare player. So maybe one of these 19 guys will bring us something. But Louis Robert and Jimenez are going to be good for the White Sox. Thank you, Terry. Appreciate the phone call. Rick in Mount Prospect, you're on the score. Hey, Rick, how you doing? Good morning. Hello. Good morning, Rick. Put Rick on hold. Let's try Adam and Homewood. Hey, Adam, how you doing? Hey, guys. Um, i got a couple things. My first is I'm wondering, I've never been a fan of the rebuild and the way they're doing it because I haven't been able to find a single long-term success story of a rebuild that was built solely around arms and on pitching. The Mets in 2015 was the most recent example that I could think of, and half that staff has been blown up or injured. But, Adam, is, is so, that what this is? I feel like it is because every time you hear about guys like Giolito or Fulmer and you have them looking like busts, the immediate reaction is, oh, well, it's okay because Dylan Cease and Alec Hansen are coming. Well, at some point, where does the moving of the goalpost stop and go, well, we have these other guys. Oh, these, oh, well, these two didn't work out. Oh, that's okay. We have two other guys to come up. At what point, then, do we get towards – we need to see something. Zach Collins is in 265 in Birmingham. That's not exactly earth-shattering for a first-round pick. You know, so at what point do we start stop moving the goalposts and saying we need to see, you know, 17 minor league all-star appearances? Great. Hey, Adam. Uh, where does that really mean? Let's back up for just a second. When you say people are moving the goalposts because Giolito's bad and Fulmer's bad, who specifically are you speaking of? Because I don't think it's the White Sox who are doing that, right? No, it's not the White Sox. It, it is, it's certain members of the media, including people on this station. It's, it's a certain member, of the, certain amount of the fan base as well, to where when you have guys struggle that are supposed to be, you know, among the top prospects, immediately it's, oh, well, it's okay because there's a Zach Collins, there's a Luis Robert, there's, there's whoever else down in the, in the lower minor leagues. And at some point, when does it not be okay to say, well, yeah, but we have 21-year-olds that we're working through. There are, you look at guys like Acuna with the Braves, you look at other, other 19, 20, 20-year-old 20 Soda with the Nationals, these guys aren't languishing in single and double-A hitting 270. So you sound pretty frustrated. I, I think it's worth remembering that it is June 24th of the second year. Um, do you try to keep that in mind when you – when you get this frustrated? Sure. You know, I, I look at the Cubs with their four-year plus. You know, you look at other rebuilds, whether it be, you know, the Royals going through their bullpen in, in 14, the Mets in 15, rebuilding their rotation going that route. I, I just don't see in history, in recent history at least, an example of a sustained contender that, really is trying to build their entire system and complement everything off of young arms and working their way up. Adam, it doesn't end here, though. It, it will be supplemented in free agency because it has to be. That's part of this process. It will be supplemented with trades because it has to be. Look at what Houston ended up doing. They added Garrett Cole in the offseason, Justin Verlander, without making that deal last year. I don't think they win the World Series. 
So I understand. And, and I'm not. Re- and I think it's also a mistake to take the approach of, well, it's okay because we have X, Y, Z in the minors. Yeah, that's the I'm r- not ready to say Giolito, Fulmer, Bus. It's way too early. Yeah, that's the wrong approach. I think the correct approach would be these are young players struggling to find their way. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Again, I'm going to read you the Chicago Cubs of 2013. Wellington Castillo, Anthony Rizzo, Darwin Barney, Starlin Castro, Luis Valbuena, Alfonso Soriano, David DeJesus, and Nate Shearholz. Your rotation, Samarja, Travis Wood, Edwin Jackson, Scott Feldman, Matt Garza, Chris Russell. Your bullpen, Kevin Gregg, Carlos Villanueva, Hector Rondon, James Russell, Blake Parker. Among others who pitched for the Cubs that year, Michael Bowden, Brooks Raley, Matt Guerrero, Kuji Fujikawa, Cameron Lowe, Zach Roscup, Eduardo Sanchez, Alber- I'm, I am not making these names up, Alberto Cabrera, Chang Yong Lim. Really? It's not real. A 37-year-old who I've never heard of before. Rafael Dolis, Henry Rodriguez, Zach Putman, Hisonora Takahashi, Alex Burnett. I'm not making these names up. There's your 2013 Chicago Cubs, and that's where the White Sox are right now. 312-644-6767 is the phone number. Lots of White Sox fans still on hold, some angry, some not. We'll get to you next right here on Hit and Run on the Score. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Welcome back in on Hit and Run on the Score. It is a sensational day for baseball. The rain has stopped. Finally. I don't know for how long. I think there's more coming this week. But it's never going to end. Ever. (laughs) Never? Nope. Did we just have the wettest May and the wettest June ever, basically? Something like that? I don't know. Hmm. It's very exciting. Well, the Yankees the, and the uh, Cubs going to get swept. That's the question. Yeah, we'll get to that during a break. Uh, let's go back to the phones, and let's see. Let's try Mike and Homer Glenn. Good morning, Mike. How you doing? Good morning, guys. Um, this is I've been a season ticket holder for 22 years. I'm 66 years old, okay? This is a disaster. They do not have – they couldn't pencil in one guy for a 25-man roster tradition now. You build your ball club up the middle. They've got no catcher, no shortstop, no second baseman, no center fielder. They don't have a clue on what they want to do with anybody. You can't have a corner infielder that doesn't have for power. All right, thanks for the call, Mike. Uh, that's, that's an angry Mike. Uh, I don't know if he's looking at what's happening in the minors with some of the guys that they've drafted, some of their prospects. Well, look, I mean, that's someone I mean, sp- spending a lot of money. Yeah. And he's very frustrated. He's got a, it, look, it, no, one, no one says you have to like this. No. If you want to be angry, you can be angry. You're allowed, especially if you're spending money. There you are got a lot, right to be. There are a lot of Cubs fans that lost their season tickets in those years, and they wish they could have them back right yeah, now. Yeah, no, there were people who gave them up yeah. after the Samarja and Hamill deal. Now they get back up, to the said, end of the line, and you're yeah. probably never going to get at, called. No, not in your lifetime. No. Maybe your great-grandchildren's grandchildren will be able to get season tickets, perhaps. Yeah, there's people who gave them up after the Samarja and Hamill deal. said, that's it. I'm done. But you could give up your Sox tickets and get back yeah. on board if you don't want to pay for a year. And look, you can be angry. 
I would just suggest you take a look at at the progress they've made over the last year and 10 weeks. And, and you'll see some new faces this year, too. Paul in Woodridge, you're on Hit and Run. Hey, Paul. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, my opinion of all this is uh, I've been a lifelong Sox fan. Uh, we're at the stage right now where all the stupid comes out of watching the Cubs rebuild. There are all these calls that come in. They're, sure, you want to see progress and everything, and you have hope that the management is doing the right thing. You see other teams do this, and you want us to do the same thing. But there is, there are times when I'm watching these guys on TV, I am by no means a baseball guru as uh, you guys are, but you want to see progress. You do want to see them getting the third strike. You do want to see them getting the third out. You want to see them not go 0-2 in the count and walk a guy. You don't want to see third, uh, uh, second out walks. They come back to kill you. Uh, They get flustered. But like you also mentioned, half of these guys are probably not going to be around when when they're competing, and hopefully they'll be competing in the next couple years. You don't want to bring all these guys up and see them get blasted like uh, Giolito and Fulmer and everybody else. Um, Thanks for your call, Paul. Yeah, that's we, my... Well, thank you for your call. we got to get to a break. Um, baseball gurus? I don't even know if there is such a no. thing. It's, it's, uh, it's hard. Baseball's hard. It's hard to play. It's hard to pitch. It's hard to hit. It's hard to go through eight or nine months of baseball and not look stupid from time to time. It's it it's really tough. And and predicting the future, really tough. And some people rely on nothing but metrics and don't watch a game and they look stupid. And people who only watch games and don't take into account what metrics can provide for you look stupid. It's tough. It's tough. But I do know this. What they've done in a year and 10 weeks plus a few months going back to those trades is pretty impressive in a short amount of time. It's no promise of anything. It's no guarantee, but it's a pretty good start. I want to pass this along. Brian is out with a sore left shoulder. That's what the Cubs are calling it. They've called up Mazzoni and Hancock. Luke Farrell was sent down after yesterday's start. This is Strizny to the DL. Carl Edwards Jr. side session today. Luke Farrell, who will always be remembered for the marathon at City Field. Yes, on that, on that a few weeks night. ago. Yeah, Cub fans, thank you so much. All right, let's get to a break. John and Mount Greenwood, Ed and Crystal Lake, Tom and Dundee. We will get to Hugh. We will get to Hugh. We'll get to Hugh. No, there's no Hugh on hold, but now there's a Hugh on hold. How about that? See, I was right. Uh, we'll get to all of you after we talk to Richard Justice from MLB.com on Hit and Run on the Score. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.